Hey, everybody, this is Eric, and I'm back with another episode of Aren't You a Little Short for a Podcast? Mando Wraith wrote in and asked, where does your love of Boba Fett come from if you didn't like the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy? For me, anyways, this is where a lot of the cool stuff about him came from. Well, that's a really good question, and it invites a larger question of why is Boba Fett popular at all? He had very little to do in Empire Strikes Back. He had even less to do in Return of the Jedi. They inserted him into a walk-on role in the special edition of New Hope, but he doesn't do anything in the movies. So outside of Legends, what is so great about Boba Fett, really? That's a really good question. Uh, You know, I used to joke about that, well, maybe it's not a joke, about how the original trilogy at its core was about Boba Fett. Okay, pull up a chair. George Lucas actually wrote the entire original trilogy of Star Wars about Boba Fett. Now, this isn't the stories you normally hear about how the Star Wars trilogy came about, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, this is what really happened. George Lucas had such an awesome character in Boba Fett that he wanted to make sure that he had a good buildup to the introduction of this villain, okay? So he had to construct an entire movie around just building up heroes that were good enough to possibly present a challenge to Boba Fett. Otherwise, I mean, obviously, Boba Fett's just going to take over the the galaxy because he's Boba Fett. He does what he wants. So we got a new hope. And the purpose of a new hope was to try to build this Skywalker kid up into a hero, a powerful, almost wizard-like hero, along with this sharpshooter, hotshot pilot, uh, this princess, and, 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 you know, whatever you want to call the, the walking sidekick puppy dog thing that's walking around. So that was a new hope. So once he got new hope out of the way, then he could go into the Empire Strikes Back with already well-established heroes that were worthy to take on Boba Fett. Darth Vader brings Boba Fett in, has to, to kind of tell, you know, no disintegrations this time. And Boba Fett's like, Psh, yeah, whatever. I do what I want. All right. And uh, he captures Han Solo, takes him off to Jabba the Hutt, etc. And it was going to be this big build into Return of the Jedi when he takes over the universe. And then we got to Return of the Jedi. And George Lucas thought, well, you know, obviously everybody knows Boba Fett's going to take over everything. I mean, he's he's Boba Fett. That, there's not, you know, where, where's the challenge in that? that? That's kind of, you know, why, why don't we do something different? Why don't we show what would happen to the galaxy if we didn't have Boba Fett? So he gets killed off at the beginning of the movie in kind of this accident. And then we get to see events progress throughout the rest of Return of the Jedi that show what the galaxy would be like without Boba Fett. The Empire crumbles. The, the entire galaxy falls into a state of chaos. There's, there's no structure. There's no government anymore. Um, it's a bunch of, you know, re- rebellion, almost terrorist cells, if you will, that, you know, using guerrilla tactics to take down the government. And, and now there's nothing there. It's all just anarchy and chaos, all because Boba Fett was not there to to put things in order. So there you go. The original trilogy, it really was about Boba Fett all this time. 
So what is it that causes us to like Boba Fett? Well, number one, I think that part of it is the aesthetics. And one of the interesting things about the aesthetics for Boba Fett was that it told a story. First of all, you've got this cool-looking armor. And I really think the armor's pretty cool-looking. Personally, I prefer Jango Fett's armor, but I think maybe I'm just, I'm a little too OCD, and uh, I prefer the color blue over the color green, and, and, you know, so there's some little nitpicky things there, but that's part of what was so compelling about Boba Fett is that his armor is dinged up, it's battle-scarred, he's obviously been around the block a few times, he's got these Wookiee pelts, uh, he's got, you know, the braids on his, on his outfit. There, there's a story there. There are multiple stories there and you don't know what they are, but you can visually see that there are symbols and uh, acquisitions and such on his armor. There's weapons all over his armor as well. There's, I mean, he's a walking arsenal. He is not a force user. He is not a member of the Empire, and he's not a good guy. He works outside of the two warring factions that we see going on in the trilogy. So that provides a certain level of mystique and interest. So it's not about what Boba Fett does in the films. It's about what he represents. It's about the idea that there is this big story somewhere or again, a series of stories of, of his experiences that lies outside of the films. And that in and of itself, I think, is an interesting aspect of this. A lot of Star Wars is about showing that it's a larger universe and that there's there are things going on outside of what we're seeing in the films. And then it's a little bit ironic that we've got this, you know, everybody knows each other aspect of Star Wars going on sometimes, too. But when you look at the aesthetics, uh, the visuals, you see that there are all these alien races. There's all uh, this stuff going on in the background. And I think that's one of the things that got us all to fall in love with this galaxy in the first place. Boba Fett epitomizes that. And I think that's one of the reasons why he became so popular. He's also got this vibe going on, this almost a, a Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry kind of vibe. And I think that that's compelling as well. Uh, I don't know. that That's, I guess, my opinion on why I like Boba Fett, probably why a lot of people like Boba Fett. Uh, the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy, I didn't like it. I, I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of the author. He has this uh, this storytelling mechanism that he keeps going back to where the antagonist has to spell everything out for the protagonist as if the protagonist is an idiot and couldn't have figured it out on their own. And, and generally they can't. It, it ends up being an exposition device where it introduces points to the reader that the reader wasn't able to see before they didn't have that information and then it gets presented in this other way by the antagonist. And then all of a sudden it makes sense. And it's like, well, you should have known it all, all along. It kind of feels like not only is the antagonist insulting the protagonist, but then by extension, they're also insulting the reader. 
And he did this in the um, the Blade Runner sequel novels from years ago as well. And it, that's not the only problem with it. That's just an example of one of the things I don't like about this particular author. Uh, there were some things in the trilogy that were introduced that were interesting. But overall, I just I didn't really like the Bounty Hunters trilogy. So my like of Boba Fett has nothing to do with the the elements that were introduced in that trilogy. They have to do more with what he is. Uh, and the myriad of other stories that have involved him over the years. So Mando Wraith, I hope that answers your question. Uh, if not, you know, write in and let me know. But uh, I, I think that, that that that's my take on the fascination with Boba Fett. Now, if anybody else out there is a Boba Fett fan and disagrees or has other reasons why they like Boba Fett, let me know. We would love to hear from you. So send your feedback to a little short at randomchatter.com. I want to know why you guys like Boba Fett. Or if you don't like Boba Fett, you can tell me why you don't as well. I, I feel like I've probably heard most of the reasons already. Uh, and most of them have to do with the fact that he's kind of gotten to the point where the popularity has exceeded uh, the the use of the character in, in the stories, especially in the films. And he, he's kind of become a poster boy of fandom. And uh, I, I can understand some of the Boba Fett hate as a result of that. But if, if you step away from the Star Wars community and you look exclusively just at the content, not at the worship of the content, but just at the content itself, I like Boba Fett. So... If you like Boba Fett, but, but for different reasons, let us know. A little short at randomchatter.com, but also send in more questions. I like doing these sorts of shows where you guys send me a question and, and I get to respond to it. Like I said, I've got a whole list of stuff. I've got um, probably, I think I said 30 episodes or so planned. Uh, 30 episodes worth of content. I might trim that down quite a bit for when The Last Jedi hits digital release and, and DVD. But I like these better. I like interacting with you guys. So send us emails once again, one last time, a little short at randomchatter.com. Be sure to check out Echo Base, our full-length Star Wars discussion show, and uh, you can find that in all of our other podcasts over at randomchatter.com. If you'd like to help out the network, we'd really appreciate it. Even just a dollar a month gets you into the entire Discord server that we have, and we've got some other perks going on there too, including some uh, Star Wars relevant stuff going on. We're about to launch Random Chatter Theater and uh, at the $5 level, I think, on up, uh, those patrons will get to participate in kind of a group viewing of the Mortis Trilogy and a discussion about that. But again, if you want more information on that, head over to randomchatter.com slash Patreon. We do appreciate anybody who, who's willing to help out the network, even just a dollar a month. That's it for this show, this episode of Aren't You a Little Short for a Podcast. Until next time, take care.